Alma chapters 21 through 24 of the Book of Mormon. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Jared Hess. The Book of Mormon, translated by Joseph Smith. Alma chapters 21 through 24. Alma chapter 21. Now when Ammon and his brethren separated themselves in the borders of the land of the Lamanites, behold, Aaron took his journey towards the land which was called by the Lamanites Jerusalem, calling it after the land of their father's nativity. And it was a way joining the borders of Mormon. Now the Lamanites and the Amalekites and the people of Amulon had built a great city, which was called Jerusalem. Now the Lamanites of themselves were sufficiently hardened, but the Amalekites and the Amulonites were still harder, Therefore they did cause the Lamanites that they should harden their hearts, that they should wax strong in wickedness and their abominations. And it came to pass that Aaron came to the city of Jerusalem, and first began to preach to the Amalekites, and he began to preach to them in their synagogues, for they had built synagogues after the order of the Nehors, for many of the Amalekites and the Amulonites were after the order of the Nehors. Therefore as Aaron entered into one of their synagogues to preach unto the people, and as he was speaking unto them, behold, there arose an Amalekite, and began to contend with him, saying, What is that thou hast testified? Hast thou seen an angel? Why do not angels appear unto us? Behold, are not this people as good as thy people? Thou also sayest, except we repent, we shall perish. How knowest thou the thoughts and intents of our hearts? How knowest thou that we have cause to repent? How knowest thou that we are not a righteous people? Behold, we have built sanctuaries, and we do assemble ourselves together to worship God. We do believe that God will save all men. Now Aaron said unto him, Believest thou that the Son of God shall come to redeem mankind from their sins? And the man said unto him, We do not believe that thou knowest any such thing. We do not believe in these foolish traditions. We do not believe that thou knowest of things to come. Neither do we believe that thy fathers, and also that our fathers, did know concerning the things which they spake, of that which is to come. Now Aaron began to open the scriptures unto them concerning the coming of Christ, and also concerning the resurrection of the dead, and that there could be no redemption for mankind, save it were through the death and sufferings of Christ, and the atonement of his blood. And it came to pass, as he began to expound these things unto them, they were angry with him, and began to mock him, and they would not hear the words which he spake. Therefore, when he saw that they would not hear his words, he departed out of their synagogue, and came over to a village which was called Anianti. And there he found Mulekai preaching the word unto them, and also Amma and his brethren. And they contended with many about the word. And it came to pass that they saw that the people would harden their hearts. Therefore they departed, and came over into the land of Madoni. And they did preach the word unto many, and few believed on the words which they taught. Nevertheless, Aaron and a certain number of his brethren were taken and cast into prison, and the remainder of them fled out of the land of Madoni unto the regions round about. And those who were cast into prison suffered many things, and they were delivered by the hand of Lamoni and Ammon, and they were fed and clothed. And they went forth again to declare the word, and thus they were delivered for the first time out of prison, and thus they had suffered. And they went forth whithersoever they were led by the Spirit of the Lord, preaching the word of God in every synagogue of the Amalekites, or in every assembly of the Lamanites where they could be admitted. 
and it came to pass that the lord began to bless them insomuch that they brought many to the knowledge of the truth yea they did convince many of their sins and of the traditions of their fathers which were not correct and it came to pass that ammon and lamoni returned from the land of madoni to the land of ishmael which was the land of their inheritance and king lamoni would not suffer that ammon should serve him or be his servant but he caused that there should be synagogues built in the land of ishmael and he caused that his people or the people who were under his reign should assemble themselves together and he did rejoice over them and he did teach them many things and he did also declare unto them that they were a people who were under him and that they were a free people that they were free from the oppressions of the king his father for that his father had granted unto him that he might reign over the people who were in the land of ishmael and in all the land round about and he also declared unto them that they might have the liberty of worshipping the lord their god according to their desires in whatsoever place they were in if it were in the land which was under the reign of king lamoni and ammon did preach unto the people of king lamoni and it came to pass that he did teach them all things concerning things pertaining to righteousness and he did exhort them daily with all diligence and they gave heed unto his word and they were zealous for keeping the commandments of god alma chapter twenty two now as ammon was thus teaching the people of lamoni continually we will return to the account of aaron and his brethren for after he returned from the land of madoni he was led by the spirit to the land of nephi even to the house of the king which was over all the land save it were the land of ishmael and he was the father of lamoni and it came to pass that he went in unto him into the king's palace with his brethren and bowed himself before the king and said unto him behold o king we are the brethren of ammon whom thou hast delivered out of prison and now o king if thou wilt spare our lives we will be thy servants and the king said unto them arise for i will grant unto you your lives and i will not suffer that ye shall be my servants but i will insist that ye shall administer unto me for i have been somewhat troubled in mind because of the generosity and the greatness of the words of thy brother ammon and i desire to know the cause why he has not come up out of madoni with thee and aaron said unto the king behold the spirit of the lord has called him another way he has gone to the land of ishmael to teach the people of lamoni now the king said unto them what is this that ye have said concerning the spirit of the lord behold this is the thing which doth trouble me and also what is this that ammon said if ye will repent ye shall be saved and if ye will not repent ye shall be cast off at the last day and aaron answered him and said unto him believest thou that there is a god and the king said i know that the amalekites say that there is a god and i have granted unto them that they should build sanctuaries that they may assemble themselves together to worship him and if now thou sayest there is a god behold i will believe and now when aaron heard this his heart began to rejoice and he said behold assuredly as thou livest o king there is a god and the king said is god that great spirit that brought our fathers out of the land of jerusalem and aaron said unto him yea he is that great spirit and he created all things both in heaven and in earth believest thou this and he said yea i believe that the great spirit created all things and i desire that ye should tell me concerning all these things and i will believe thy words 
and it came to pass that when aaron saw that the king would believe his words he began from the creation of adam reading the scriptures unto the king how god created man after his own image and that god gave him commandments and that because of transgression man had fallen and aaron did expound unto him the scriptures from the creation of adam laying the fall of man before him and their carnal state and also the plan of redemption which was prepared from the foundation of the world through christ for all whosoever would believe on his name and since man had fallen he could not merit anything of himself but the sufferings and death of christ atone for their sins through faith and repentance and so forth and that he breaketh the bands of death that the grave shall have no victory and that the sting of death should be swallowed up in the hopes of glory and aaron did expound all these things unto the king and it came to pass that after aaron had expounded these things unto him the king said what shall i do that i may have this eternal life of which thou hast spoken yea what shall i do that i may be born of god having this wicked spirit rooted out of my breast and receive his spirit that i may be filled with joy that i may not be cast off at the last day behold said he i will give up all that i possess yea i will forsake my kingdom that i may receive this great joy but aaron said unto him if thou desirest this thing if thou wilt bow down before god yea if thou wilt repent of all thy sins and will bow down before god and call on his name in faith believing that ye shall receive then shalt thou receive the hope which thou desirest and it came to pass that when aaron had said these words the king did bow down before the lord upon his knees yea even he did prostrate himself upon the earth and cried mightily saying o god aaron hath told me that there is a god and if there is a god and if thou art god wilt thou make thyself known unto me and i will give away all my sins to know thee and that i may be raised from the dead and be saved at the last day and now when the king had said these words he was struck as if he were dead and it came to pass that his servants ran and told the queen all that had happened unto the king and she came in unto the king and when she saw him lay as if he were dead and also aaron and his brethren standing as though they had been the cause of his fall she was angry with them and commanded that her servants or the servants of the king should take them and slay them now the servants had seen the cause of the king's fall therefore they durst not lay their hands on aaron and his brethren and they pled with the queen saying why commandest thou that we should slay these men when behold one of them is mightier than us all and therefore we shall fall before them now when the queen saw the fear of the servants she also began to fear exceedingly lest there should some evil come upon her and she commanded her servants that they should go and call the people that they might slay aaron and his brethren now when aaron saw the determination of the queen he also knowing the hardness of the hearts of the people feared lest that a multitude should assemble themselves together and there should be a great contention and disturbance among them therefore he put forth his hand and raised the king from the earth and said unto him stand and he stood upon his feet receiving his strength now this was done in the presence of the queen and many of the servants and when they saw it they greatly marveled and began to fear and the king stood forth and began to minister unto them 
and he did minister unto them insomuch that his whole household were converted unto the Lord. Now there was a multitude gathered together because of the commandment of the queen, and there began to be great murmurings among them because of Aaron and his brethren. But the king stood forth among them and administered unto them, and they were pacified towards Aaron and those who were with him. And it came to pass that when the king saw that the people were pacified, he caused that Aaron and his brethren should stand forth in the midst of the multitude, and that they should preach the word unto them. And it came to pass that the king sent a proclamation throughout all the land, amongst all his people who were in all his land, who were in all the regions round about, which was bordering even to the sea, on the east and on the west, and which was divided from the land of Zarahemla by a narrow strip of wilderness, which ran from the sea east even to the sea west, and round about on the borders of the seashore, and the borders of the wilderness, which was on the north by the land of Zarahemla, through the borders of Manti, by the head of the river Sidon, running from the east towards the west. And thus were the Lamanites and the Nephites divided. Now the more idle part of the Lamanites lived in the wilderness, and dwelt in tents, and they were spread through the wilderness on the west, in the land of Nephi, yea, and also on the west of the land of Zarahemla, in the borders by the seashore, and on the west in the land of Nephi, in the place of their father's first inheritance, and thus bordering along by the seashore. And also there were many Lamanites on the east by the seashore, whither the Nephites had driven them. And thus the Nephites were nearly surrounded by the Lamanites, Nevertheless, the Nephites had taken possession of all the northern parts of the land bordering on the wilderness, at the head of the river Sidon, from the east to the west, round about on the wilderness side, on the north, even until they came to the land which they called Bountiful. And it bordered upon the land which they called Desolation, it being so far northward that it came into the land which had been peopled and been destroyed, of whose bones we have spoken which was discovered by the people of Zarahemla, it being the place of their first landing. And they came from there up into the south wilderness. Thus the land on the northward was called Desolation, and the land on the southward was called Bountiful, it being the wilderness which is filled with all manner of wild animals of every kind, a part of which had come from the land northward for food. And now it was only the distance of a day and a half's journey for a Nephite, on the line bountiful and the land desolation from the east to the west sea and thus the land of nephi and the land of zarahemla were nearly surrounded by water there being a small neck of land between the land northward and the land southward and it came to pass that the nephites had inhabited the land bountiful even from the east unto the west sea and thus the nephites in their wisdom with their guards and their armies had hemmed in the Lamanites on the south, that thereby they should have no more possession on the north, that they might not overrun the land northward. Therefore the Lamanites could have no more possessions, only in the land of Nephi and the wilderness round about. Now this was wisdom in the Nephites, as the Lamanites were an enemy to them, they would not suffer their afflictions on every hand, and also that they might have a country whither they might flee according to their desires. And now I, after having said this, return again to the account of Ammon, and Aaron, Omner, and Himni, and their brethren. Alma chapter 23 Behold, now it came to pass, that the king of the Lamanites sent a proclamation among all his people, that they should not lay their hands on Ammon, or Aaron, or Omner, or Himni, 
nor either of their brethren who should go forth preaching the word of god in whatsoever place they should be in any part of their land yea he sent a decree among them that they should not lay their hands on them to bind them or to cast them into prison neither should they spit upon them nor smite them nor cast them out of their synagogues nor scourge them neither should they cast stones at them but that they should have free access to their houses and also their temples and their sanctuaries and thus they might go forth and preach the word according to their desires for the king had been converted unto the lord and all his household therefore he sent his proclamation throughout the land unto his people that the word of god might have no obstruction but that it might go forth throughout all the land that his people might be convinced concerning the wicked traditions of their fathers and that they might be convinced that they were all brethren and that they ought not to murder nor to plunder nor to steal nor to commit adultery nor to commit any manner of wickedness and now it came to pass that when the king had sent forth this proclamation that aaron and his brethren went forth from city to city and from one house of worship to another establishing churches and consecrating priests and teachers throughout the land among the lamanites to preach and to teach the word of god among them and thus they began to have great success and thousands were brought to the knowledge of the lord yea thousands were brought to believe in the traditions of the nephites and they were taught the records and prophecies which were handed down even to the present time and as sure as the lord liveth so sure as many as believed or as many as were brought to the knowledge of the truth through the preaching of ammon and his brethren according to the spirit of revelation and of prophecy and the power of god working miracles in them yea i say unto you as the lord liveth as many of the lamanites as believed in their preaching and were converted unto the lord never did fall away for they became a righteous people they did lay down the weapons of their rebellion that they did not fight against god any more neither against any of their brethren now these are they who were converted unto the lord the people of the lamanites who were in the land of ishmael and also of the people of the lamanites who were in the land of madoni and also of the people of the lamanites who were in the city of nephi and also of the people of the lamanites who were in the land of shilom and who were in the land of shemlon and in the city of lemuel and in the city of shimnalom and these are the names of the cities of the lamanites which were converted unto the lord and these are they that laid down the weapons of their rebellion yea all their weapons of war and they were all lamanites and the amalekites were not converted save only one neither were any of the ambulanites but they did harden their hearts and also the hearts of the lamanites in that part of the land wheresoever they dwelt yea and all their villages and all their cities therefore we have named all the cities of the lamanites in which they did repent and come to the knowledge of the truth and were converted and now it came to pass that the king and those who were converted were desirous that they might have a name that thereby they might be distinguished from their brethren therefore the king consulted with aaron and many of their priests concerning the name that they should take upon them that they might be distinguished and it came to pass that they called their names anti-nephi-lehi's and they were called by this name and were no more called lamanites and they began to be a very industrious people yea and they were friendly with the nephites therefore they did open a correspondence with them and the curse of god did no more follow them Alma chapter 24 And it came to pass that the Amalekites and the Amulonites and the Lamanites, who were in the land of Amulon and also in the land of Helam, 
and who were in the land of Jerusalem, and in fine in all the land round about, who had not been converted and had not taken upon them the name of Anti-Nephi-Lehi, were stirred up by the Amalekites and by the Amulonites to anger against their brethren. And their hatred became exceedingly sore against them, even insomuch that they began to rebel against their king, insomuch that they would not that he should be their king. Therefore they took up arms against the people of Anti-Nephi-Lehi. Now the king conferred the kingdom upon his son, and he called his name Anti-Nephi-Lehi. And the king died in that selfsame year that the Lamanites began to make preparations for war against the people of God. Now when Ammon and his brethren and all those who had come up with him saw the preparations of the Lamanites to destroy their brethren, they came forth to the land of Midian, and there Ammon met all his brethren, and from thence they came to the land of Ishmael, that they might hold a council with Lamoni and also with his brother Anti-Nephi-Lehi, what they should do to defend themselves against the Lamanites. Now there was not one soul among all the people who had been converted unto the Lord that would take up arms against their brethren. Nay, they would not even make any preparations for war. Yea, and also their king commanded them that they should not. Now these are the words which he said unto the people concerning the matter. I thank my God, my beloved people, that our great God has in goodness sent these our brethren, the Nephites, unto us, to preach unto us, and to convince us of the traditions of our wicked fathers. And behold, I thank my great God that he has given us a portion of his spirit to soften our hearts, that we have opened a correspondence with these brethren, the Nephites. And behold, I also thank my God that by opening this correspondence we have been convinced of our sins and of the many murders which we have committed. And I also thank my God, yea, my great God, that he hath granted unto us that we might repent of these things, and also that he hath forgiven us of those our many sins and murders which we have committed, and taken away the guilt from our hearts through the merits of his Son. And now behold, my brethren, since it has been all that we could do, as we were the most lost of all mankind, to repent of all our sins and the many murders which we have committed, and to get God to take them away from our hearts, for it was all we could do to repent sufficiently before God that he would take away our stain. Now, my best beloved brethren, since God hath taken away our stains, and our swords have become bright, then let us stain our swords no more with the blood of our brethren. Behold, I say unto you, Nay, let us retain our swords, that they may not be stained with the blood of our brethren, for perhaps if we should stain our swords again, they can no more be washed bright through the blood of the Son of our great God, which shall be shed for the atonement of our sins. And the great God has had mercy on us, and made these things known unto us, that we might not perish. Yea, and he has made these things known unto us beforehand, because he loveth our souls, as well as he loveth our children. Therefore, in his mercy he doth visit us by his angels, that the plan of salvation might be made known unto us as well as unto future generations. Oh, how merciful is our God! And now, behold, since it has been as much as we could do to get our stains taken away from us, and our swords are made bright, let us hide them away, that they may be kept bright, as a testimony to our God at the last day, or at the day that we shall be brought to stand before him to be judged, that we have not stained our swords in the blood of our brethren since he imparted his word unto us, and has made us clean thereby. And now, my brethren, 
If our brethren seek to destroy us, behold, we will hide away our swords, yea, even we will bury them deep in the earth, that they may be kept bright, as a testimony that we have never used them at the last day. And if our brethren destroy us, behold, we shall go to our God and shall be saved. And now it came to pass that when the king had made an end of these sayings, and all the people were assembled together, they took their swords, and all the weapons which were used for the shedding of man's blood, and they did bury them up deep in the earth. And this they did, it being in their view a testimony to God, and also to men, that they never would use weapons again for the shedding of man's blood. And this they did, vouching and covenanting with God, that rather than shed the blood of their brethren, they would give up their own lives, and rather than take away from a brother, they would give unto him, and rather than spend their days in idleness, they would labor abundantly with their hands. And thus we see that when these Lamanites were brought to believe and to know the truth, they were firm, and would suffer even unto death, rather than commit sin. And thus we see that they buried their weapons of peace, or they buried the weapons of war for peace. And it came to pass that their brethren, the Lamanites, made preparations for war, and came up to the land of Nephi for the purpose of destroying the king, and to place another in his stead, and also of destroying the people of Anti-Nephi-Lehi out of the land. Now when the people saw that they were coming against them, they went out to meet them, and prostrated themselves before them to the earth, and began to call on the name of the Lord. And thus they were in this attitude, when the Lamanites began to fall upon them, and began to slay them with the sword. And thus, without meeting any resistance, they did slay a thousand and five of them. And we know that they are blessed for they have gone to dwell with their God. Now when the Lamanites saw that their brethren would not flee from the sword, neither would they turn aside to the right hand nor to the left, but that they would lie down and perish, and praised God even in the very act of perishing under the sword. Now when the Lamanites saw this, they did forbear from slaying them. And there were many whose hearts had swollen in them for those of their brethren who had fallen under the sword for they repented of the things which they had done. And it came to pass that they threw down their weapons of war, and they would not take them again, for they were stung for the murders which they had committed. And they came down, even as their brethren, relying upon the mercies of those whose arms were lifted to slay them. And it came to pass that the people of God were joined that day by more than the number who had been slain. And those who had been slain were righteous people, Therefore we have no reason to doubt but what they were saved. And there was not a wicked man slain among them. But there were more than a thousand brought to the knowledge of the truth. Thus we see that the Lord worketh in many ways to the salvation of his people. Now the greatest number of those of the Lamanites who slew so many of their brethren were Amalekites and Amulonites, the greatest number of whom were after the order of the Nehors. Now among those who joined the people of the Lord, there were none who were Amalekites or Amulonites or who were of the order of Nehor, but they were actual descendants of Laman and Lemuel. And thus we can plainly discern that after a people have been once enlightened by the Spirit of God, and have had great knowledge of things pertaining to righteousness, and then have fallen away into sin and transgression, they become more hardened, and thus their state becomes worse than though they had never known these things. End of Alma chapters 21 through 24. Recording by Jared Hess in Mapleton, Utah. 
please visit at hesmes.blogspot.com.